Welcome to the Brain Gain Youngstown Leadership Series Podcast. Each week, we'll learn from leaders who are driving change and making an impact. Now here's your host, the CEO of the Youngstown Publishing Company, Jeff Leo Herman. Mike, thanks for joining us today. Really thrilled to have you on the Brain Gain Youngstown Leadership Podcast. Well, thanks for the invitation. I'm happy to talk to you. Yeah, one thing I noticed, you have recovery in your in your job description. So what does... I know I, I want to I feel like we're jumping in but I that just kind of caught my attention recovery well Eastgate received some funding from the Economic Development Administration to accelerate the pandemic economic recovery right um, to that end um, I was asked to join Eastgate in a consultative role to uh, assist in economic development projects to get people back to work, to work on infrastructure uh, challenges which the region faces mm -hmm. so that we could accelerate our, uh, our recovery. At one time, obviously, we were experiencing um, significant unemployment and economic challenges, and hopefully we're able to eradicate those through some of my efforts. I love it, eradicate. That's a great word. That's a powerful word. And, and it's funny, I'm sitting here, we have a standard set of questions we ask all our guests on the podcast. But with you, I feel like I could take this in so many different directions. I mean, and we've, we've known each other, right? I get to we see sure the opportunity this will be, to see This will around. be a fun conversation. I think one thing I want to know, and, and I'm sure you get this question, what is the difference between Eastgate and Eastern Gateway Community College? Because I can literally outside of our window, there's Eastern Gateway Community College, and I can see our Daly's office from right here. Absolutely. And then I can bend my head this way, and, and there's the Eastgate office. They're, so. they're similar in name, but yeah. quite different, obviously. The Eastern Gateway Community College is uh, providing workforce development and educational right. opportunities, and uh, they do a great job with that with their student body. Absolutely. Eastgate is a regional council of governments and uh, serves Ashtabula, Trumbull, and Mahoning counties, okay. uh, largely dealing with uh, transportation infrastructure. And so um, rather than have disparate or disconnected projects uh, from township to township or community to community, Eastgate is able to provide a holistic uh, analysis and assessment of, uh, of a highway that, that starts out in three lanes and ends in three lanes, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, that, that there's connectivity and there's a str strategic approach towards infrastructure. Uh, Eastgate has traditionally been involved in ground transportation, uh, but it's exciting to see that they've branched out and now they've uh, they're, they're the leaders of this Mahoning uh, River restoration, the removal right. of the dams to make the Mahoning River uh, navigable and free flowing again. Um, you know, communities that have a river. Um, so often you see housing developments and, and entertainment districts by that river, uh, also recreation. And if we could uh, make the Mahoning River uh, free-flowing, and the more we do that, we could make that much more attractive uh, for our community. Um, now, in addition to that, now Eastgate has taken on yet another infrastructure challenge of broadband. Oh, and right. uh, we're, we're uh, working on a uh, broadband study um, that was commissioned in January. We are just about to receive the final results of that. And uh, we'll have a blueprint. And as this federal money is made available for broadband in the infrastructure bill, this Eastgate region is going to be uh, well prepared 
to uh, pursue funding for infrastructure enhancements and to increase our capabilities throughout uh, the Lake to River uh, region. Absolutely. Wow. That's, is, and is that 5G related? It, or is... it, uh, we use the general term broadband. It's okay. 5G today. It could be something else tomorrow, but fiber-based yeah. or, yes, NG, some, some, uh, some high level of high-speed coverage for the entire region. Okay, and so that, that basically raises the bar, puts everyone on a level playing field because we've seen the gaps. We, we think so, absolutely. What okay. we've learned is that uh, there are some areas in our region that have no broadband, many areas that have slow broad, broadband, um, other areas that have costly broadband or too costly for this consumer. And so it becomes a question of accessibility and affordability. Uh, beyond that, it's a question of adoption. So how do people learn to use broadband to their economic advantage, to their health advantage, to their educational advantage? And uh, that would be a part of our, our tripod, basically, of, of a strategies to uh, have the accessibility, make it affordable, mm -hmm. and then have the programming uh, that benefits our citizens, whether that be right. workforce development, uh, curriculum, telehealth, uh, any number of other uh, right. value-added services through broadband. Well, what we've learned over the past year with the pandemic is that technology infrastructure is key to literally maintaining communications and services and education. Well, absolutely. You know we're going to have a, a permanent work-at-home uh, group now, and oh, those yeah. folks are in need of uh, quality broadband services in order to be fully productive. And uh, the, we would imagine that uh, education and learning is going to be uh, hybrid models between uh, in-class and some online. Um, certainly uh, adult education can uh, embrace online uh, classes as well. So it's here to stay and we want to be on the forefront uh, as this uh, infrastructure funding becomes available to really place the Mahoning Valley at the forefront of, uh, of broadband uh, availability for all of our residents. That's fantastic. And we'll, we'll dig into these um, other investment opportunities later on in, as in our conversation. But uh, it's funny, thinking back, like let's zoom back to your childhood. You know, did you ever think at the time when, you know, when you were, you know, a child growing up, uh, you would be involved in such important initiatives? Um, you, you know, uh, you, you certainly can't predict it. I, I was born in Youngstown and raised yeah. in Youngstown. And so I, I love Northeast Ohio and I love this city and, and currently I live in Howland and equally love Warren. Um, uh, I've, I've always aspired leadership uh, I've, and I've uh, tried to be a leader in a number of organizations, so that that was an early motivation for me in terms of a career aspiration or an educational pathway. Mm -hmm. um, didn't realize I'd be doing this, but um, who does? Right. Who, who does imagine what their life would be? But um, I'm, I've I've been blessed. I enjoy what I do so very much. Yeah, that's fantastic. Were, were there um, anyone you looked up to as a leader? Say when you were young, you know, were you fascinated by? you know, sports heroes, football stars, or academics, or maybe family? Well, it was, uh, you know, in, uh, in, in the 60s, it was the Cleveland Browns, and yeah. I was always a Cleveland Indians fan, so whether it be Jim Brown as a running back or uh, Tito Francona, yeah. a senior, uh, who played for the Indians, but uh, I was a big Indians and Browns fan from a sports standpoint. Uh, politically, I remember uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, you know, in, in my youth was the was our hero, mm -hmm. and uh, locally, um, just down the street at Saint Cyril Methodius School, it was Father Bill Yerko, um, Sister Paulette, 
um, my teachers, mm -hmm. my priests and my nuns who were very influential to me. Um, outside of mom and dad, right. um, those folks were, uh, they, they've had a huge impact on my life. Yeah. You know, that's come up time and time again, the role of educators. So we recently spoke to Mark Melandro. He's now at the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, spoke to Gary Gladys. You know, they're both individuals doing big things in the world. And all of us, we're all Brookfield kids, right? Right. We all remember Mr. DeJulia, right. <laughs> seventh grade math teacher. Huge impact on us. And who knew, right? I, I, I would I agree. Mean, I, I, I attended Cardinal Mooney after St. Cyril's and Mr. Markovich, Mr. Petruska in physics and in math. I ended up being a math major at Dayton. Uh, Dr. Ken Shrout was my advisor. Um, my educators have played a tremendous role in my, in my personal life formation and my values. Right, yeah, and, and that's, a, that's good to know, and it's interesting to see how proactive the, especially the school districts and the educational service centers are at career development and focused on careers. Because, Absolutely. You know, it's one thing to learn, and you go through the paces, and, you know, my 12-year-old, you know, I'll quote him, I hate school. <laughs> I think it's, he's bored, you know, he's, and that's really, he's bright and I don't think he's challenged enough, but, um, but he definitely has the opportunities and I look at the, the options that he has in front of him and the services that are provided and the exploratory opportunities they have that, you know, I, it's a great time to be a kid, right? It I mean, sure is, it's right. I, you know, I, I can never recall saying I hate school. I loved school. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't wait to get back to school. I enjoyed my summers, but I couldn't wait to get back in school and uh, and see my friends again and uh, and and just that uh, learn something new is always exciting for me. Right, right. Well, so that um, that experience growing up and and you know as you've transitioned through your career, you know, right now even you're in a very collaborative role, right? So you're leading several initiatives. Um, what's your leadership style like? How do you get people with everyone's got a busy day? They all have their you know, core focus on their day-to-day -day job, and then you often convene people on bigger initiatives. What's your style in which you use to do that? Well, so certainly I'm a collaborator. I'm a sell, not a tell. I would, I would like to um, uh, tell you about the um, values and the opportunities and the potential of, of, of this initiative and hope that I'm convincing you to engage, participate, support, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, if I could uh, clearly present a value proposition that makes you participate or engage, uh, I believe that's, that's the most successful way. I, I don't want any hostages, you know, right. to, I, you know, I have to go to that meeting, don't come. Right. I, I'd rather, I'd, the willing, if we get the folks who are willing and uh, passionate about an issue and see the potential in a solution, that's where we're gonna be most effective. Absolutely. Well, and that's some of the work you're doing beyond Eastgate. So there are the Communities of Excellence initiatives. Um, can you just, I guess, eat without even getting specific, what are, the, what, what are the things we need to change and embrace? Like, how can we better collaborate to that end to make, to really drive our well, economy um, forward? Well, you know, we, I'll use this Communities of Excellence initiative as an example. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, I really, uh, I, I give credit to our philanthropic organizations in our community who back in 2018 called many of the anchor institutions together and said, um, basically asked the question, do you, do you folks ever talk to each other? Right. Uh, we are seeing one organization head east and another head west, and um, they're both working on good things, but they're going in opposite directions. Uh, what if we collaborated and all ran the same direction? And um, 
as we made the discovery that, yeah, we, we should be doing that, uh, we discovered this Communities of Excellence Malcolm Baldridge initiative, and we embarked upon that in late uh, 2019. And um, that's an initiative that basically encourages collaboration, communication, collaborative problem solving, and measurement. Mm -hmm. And um, you, you work together, you stay in your lane, you do what you do well, uh, but all the, the organizations are lockstep and know what one another are doing. Um, and and uh, that's qu quite different from organizations working independently. Right. This doesn't in any way restrict you from other independent initiatives, mm -hmm. but on some major projects you align and you work together. And I think you find that there are meaningful roles for each organization. Um, the, the initiative which we've used as our pilot project is broadband. Right. And certainly, as I mentioned earlier, Eastgate takes a lead role in, in defining where and how and how to find the funding to put the fiber in the ground. Once that fiber is in the ground, um, it's not as if we wash our hands, but now that, fire, uh, that, that, that tool is in the hands of educators and healthcare professionals and others who will uh, make it come alive in the individual homes through curriculum and uh, job certificates and certifications and online banking and scheduling appointments. There are other people who do that well, the university, the community college, our health providers. Um, and so they'll pick up the ball at a certain point and turn that fiber into communication. Right. And then we'll step off and do something else. So it's that kind of initiative where you work together, give you an idea of the timing, uh, have your runway line up with our runway so that it's seamless and we, we have continuous progress on initiatives. Right, so there's it's effectively like plumbing, right? And then there's the last mile getting it, and then there's like content. Okay, well, so then what do we actually and deliver? And then what do, you, right? what do you do with the water once you have it? Well, obviously right. we, we know, we drink it, we wash, we cook with it. Right. But it's that when, when that when that broadband comes through, what do you do with it? Um, it's not a matter of TikTok and Facebook right. that's gonna elevate the community. It's, it's educational sites, it's healthcare sites, um, it's uh, self-improvement opportunities mm -hmm. that are online, um, it's podcasts from right. the Business Journal. Right. Those are the kind of things that are gonna lift up our community. And so we've gotta uh, have an awareness campaign. This is how you use the internet for your own personal benefit and for your family's benefit and so forth. So, mm -hmm. so those are roles for other people in the community to do, but we can do it together. Right, very collaborative. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm sure we've, you know, like anything in you know, leadership discussions, we talk about mistakes because they're helpful to, to discuss as well so we can all share and learn from others. But uh, before we do that, we're gonna take a break to thank our sponsors. Certainly. The Brain Gain is a collaborative effort, and we'd like to thank our headlining sponsors, including Farmers National Bank, Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Mahoning Valley Manufacturers Coalition, and Southwoods Health. Also included are Eastern Gateway Community College, PNC Bank, the Moransky Companies, the Mahoning County Career and Technical Center, the Youngstown Business Incubator, Simon Roofing, the DeBartolo Corporation, Youngstown State University, and Junior Achievement of the Mahoning Valley. I am 
All right, so Mike, and in your time of leading all these initiatives, I'm sure you've probably made some mistakes, not intentional, right? But uh, is there anything in particular you want to share just that might be helpful to the audience? Well, I've made a number of mistakes, obviously. I've been in the workforce for 45 years almost, and uh, between my time at Delphi Packard Electric and Youngstown State University and now Eastgate, um, I would probably say the, um, uh, the a mistake I can recall uh, for you is uh, not addressing an issue early on, mm. allowing something to fester, whether it be miscommunication or bad direction and uh, I think you, you've learned that uh, it's maybe an unpleasant conversation but you have to nip you it in the bud it, and you right. have to have that conversation early on. Set clear expectations and if you do that people will, will know uh, what is expected and they're compliant, they're cooperative, they're collaborative. If they don't know and you don't tell them you're going to be uh, going in different directions uh, from a deliverables and so forth. So my, my advice to myself is to address the issue early on. Right. A few minutes of pain, perhaps, yes. is better than months. Could be some things, like you said, Fester, months of kind of discomfort, right. you know, mild, you know, misunderstanding. And, but, and, uh, and, and no one enjoys those conversations. Right. Uh, you know, um, it, 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 it's, it's not uh, something you look forward to, but, uh, uh, you know, a cut is better than uh, right. a tiny, a uh, thousand tiny snips. You know? Ab absolutely. Well, and so you said the word. I heard the word accountability, and then you mentioned measurement before, and I think that's part. What that's interesting. Could you share a little bit about measurement methodologies and accountability? Because with these larger initiatives, it's often hard to tell if we're making progress and well, successful. Well, right? you know, and that's it. And I think, that, you know, whether it be the communities of excellence or other things, um, in a business, you know how you're doing. The bottom line, you're either making money or you're not. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have a, a clear indicator of how you're doing. In a lot of these economic development initiatives and, and um, activities, you work very hard and you go home tired um, and you stay late and you come in early, but are you moving the needle? Um, and, and what is that needle? Is it uh, elimination of poverty? Is it uh, uh, improvement of health? Is it number of houses with broadband? There's got to be a number uh, that, that we keep score. We keep score. And uh, by keeping score, by having a meaningful metric, we know whether all this hard work is fruitful or not. Uh, and, and if it's not fruitful, retrench back up and, and try something different. Uh, but if it's, if it's not working, um, abandon that tactic and choose another tactic. Uh, but keep your goal in mind, your metric, your measurement. Um, we grew up with a, a test scores and right. metrics and ACT scores and so forth. Um, and then in the professional world sometimes there is a bottom line but individually, we don't see that same type of measurement. Um, and I think you, we could be most effective if we measure our results, either individually or collectively as a community, as a region. And it, and it really helps to, to, with these long, some of the initiatives you're working on impact, will be, impact us for decades to come, right? That's right, that's right. <laughs> so. and, and they're uh, slow progress sometimes. Right. Um, we are we are turning around uh, um, 
a, sh a big ship here right. um, in terms of ac economic development. And uh, this is not five years in the making. This is since the 1970s. Mm -hmm. And so it's 50 years in the making. Uh, we hope that the turnaround is much faster. Um, and we're trying to do that. But it's there's a lot of work here. And, right. and we have to commit to... Uh, 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 ongoing hard work in order to make a difference. Do you see the momentum coming back? Because obviously 2020 was 2020. You, you, you know, <laughs> so. in, in, um, in the years uh, preceding that, the five years preceding that, it was, uh, it was apparent to me uh, it's visible. You could see it in the in the city, in the amphitheater, and mm -hmm. the and the construction, and now Fifth Avenue, and the and soon Federal Street, and Commerce, and Phelps. You, you saw that happening, and there's momentum in Youngstown, and certainly Warren Courthouse Square, and all the all the development that's happening there. Uh, uh, you know the theater renovation, and it's it's been phenomenal. And then when 2020 hit, um, so many things stopped, and. Um, uh, it, we're just now starting to get our, our, our traction again. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully we can re re regain that 2019 momentum again because I thought we were moving in a great direction then. Agreed, agreed. Do you have any, um, say if you step back and look at everything that's, all of the projects that are going on, any big hurdles in your way, any challenges that you face or even, you know, perhaps a challenge you want to raise to the audience while they're here and listening? you know, how they can help? You know, I think that um, um, for some of the initiatives that we're working on relative to infrastructure, uh, it's exciting to hear about uh, infrastructure funding. Um, and so uh, we at, at Eastgate are now preparing ourselves to be well positioned that when that funding is available, we've got shovel-ready projects. We've, we've got our broadband study complete. We know uh, we have 10 um, recommendations from our consultant as to how to improve coverage in our in our region. Um, so when you have that plan in place, that strategy in place, when, when the you can be very opportunistic and you could be first in line when the funding becomes available. So I, I think we're at a, a a wonderful position in terms of uh, infrastructure. Uh, see, I'm very impressed with the Eastgate team. They're always um, one step ahead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's uh, Jim Kinnick's nature. He uses the word, let's chase this, let's, let's chase that project. And it's a favorite phrase of his, and, and he's just been very aggressive. And, and you can see that. You can drive on those roads. You can see that river flowing freely. Soon you're going to be able to see the, um, uh, an opportunity for uh, a broadband improvement. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to execute that well. But it, it's a it's a can-do type of mentality, is is, and you have to be prepared for it. Right, right. And there are initiatives, and Lordstown's you know a lot in the news. But as far as like building out the infrastructure there, is that also? Well, very much so. You know, uh, uh, it was uh, last year we submitted uh, a uh, build grant. It was called at the time an infrastructure grant to uh, create an advanced transportation hub in Lordstown, North Jackson. And, and that could be all kinds of things from uh, data uh, signals to the truck drivers, some autonomous vehicles. It could be uh, in-road charging of electric vehicles. It's a, right. a lot of technologies. Uh, we weren't successful for that. So we, we're backing down this year. We're getting some foundational elements. This year it's been uh, 
uh, rebranded as a raise grant instead of a uh, build okay. grant. It used to be called a tiger grant. So it, every administration rebrands this project. Um, but the raise grant is, is all about re restructuring America's infrastructure for sustainability and equity. So the, some of the parameters and evaluation criteria are changing, but it still fits very well in what we're trying to do there. And uh, regardless of uh, any one company, there is significant critical mass of economic development in that area. And in order to optimize that and continue that trend, um, we feel we need to uh, enhance the infrastructure out there. So we're very focused on that part of the world. Um, the jobs may be there, but those folks are going to live throughout the Mahoning Valley right. and they're going to shop any, in any number of communities. So uh, what's good for the Lordstown area is good for everyone in the Mahoning Valley. Absolutely. Agreed. Uh, I guess to close out, any, any um, leadership quotes or any favorite uh, things you want to share, books you've read, quotes that you refer to on a consistent basis? I, recently, I've begun to uh, uh, say, and as someone said that, um, uh, you know, I don't work, uh, I'm not working for a living, I'm working to make a difference. Um, at this stage in my career, right. having worked several years, um, I'm, I'm in a situation where I have some freedom because I'm right. part-time with Eastgate, but it's all about making a difference, leaving a legacy, leaving the city, uh, leaving the region in, in better place than I found it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm working to make a difference at this stage. Fantastic. Well, Mike, that's a great place to wrap up. Appreciate your time and filling us in on all the great initiatives happening. And, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, because together we're building a culture of entrepreneurship and promoting workforce development. So if you like what you heard, please share it with a friend and leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast player. Your feedback is very important to us. We want to make the show better all the time. And if you would like to give me direct feedback, email me, please. My email is j. H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N at business-journal.com or you can find me on LinkedIn. And lastly, would love to thank the members of the Brain Gain Coalition. Those headline collaborators include Farmers National Bank, Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Mahoney Valley Manufacturers Coalition, and Southwoods Health. And joining them are members of the coalition including Eastern Gateway Community College, PNC Bank, the Moransky Companies, MCCTC, the Mahoney County Career and Technical Center, the Youngstown Business Incubator, Simon Roofing, the DeBartolo Corporation, Youngstown State University, and Junior Achievement of Mahoning Valley. Without them, none of this would be possible. So thanks again for joining us today. And remember, together we are building a culture of entrepreneurship and promoting workforce development.